everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I'm joined by Chris and Liza. How's it going, ladies? It's going pretty good. Excellent. It's going great. We've been having so much fun. We have, and this show is pretty much what we've done with our summer vacation. Part one. Yeah, part one (laughs) of ten. Yeah, because, I mean, I think the three of us, actually all of the people who've been on the show traveled a lot this summer. So it would be really awesome to, like, I think, get everyone on, talk about it. But for now, what are we going to talk about, Tony? Well, I think we're going to talk about some experiences over in Disneyland and a trip to Aulani. So speaking of Disneyland, I know that both of you spent, uh, well, not a lot of time, but you you did spend some time out on the West Coast. What What did you guys do? Well, first of all, I would like to just say that I was out on the West Coast for a total of 11 days. So it was kind of exhausting. I went out there for a day. Yes, you went out for a day because we had a, well, you were kind of, you were there for two nights. You stayed in our room. It was two nights, but technically one full day. Yeah, one full day. And it was a full day for sure. We did some pretty cool stuff that day. Mm-hmm. It was a long full day. I got the most mm-hmm. out of that ticket. Yes, one day ticket. One day ticket, but you know what? It's it's it was worth it at Disneyland. I did get the pass, the Genie Plus mm-hmm. or whatever. That's not what they call it out there, right? It is. They call it. It Genie is what they Plus. call it. They yeah. call it Genie Plus. Okay. Yep. Well, I got that, and I feel like if you're just there for a day, I think that that is worth it to get it, especially at Disneyland. I feel like it works really well there. I had a really easy time writing things. I so feel I- like it works really well just in general out there. We get it every day that we're out there mm-hmm. because what ends up happening out there, I think is that because they don't allow people to use it until they get into the parks, it ends up being, you know, you don't have those stragglers coming in at like noon, um, but they've already had their fast passes kind of, or their sorry, lightning lanes set up, you know, so mm-hmm. And y'all hear yeah. a dog? It's not mine. <laughs> uh oh, they're finding you now. You're a dog I know, magnet. Right? I know, I'm a dog magnet. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I feel I I do. I think it works really well out there. And I, I highly recommend anybody to get it. So so we were out there for different things. I invited some of our top agents out to go to Club 33. So we all went to dinner. And but I was also out there for an adventures by Disney, and then we stayed a little longer because you know, we were out there already, but it was hot, Liza. It was so ridiculously hot while we were out there. You had the hottest summer ever. Yeah, because usually I feel like Disneyland is like so relaxing and the weather's not bad. Instead, it was just like you were just sweating. Well, you, know, you had just insane. got back from Greece, too, in Italy, and you yeah, said it was true. sweltering out there. Yeah, yeah, it was hot there, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, well, um, I got to cross off Club 33 off my bucket list, and that's the one mm-hmm. that I really wanted to go to because it's the original. And yeah. I was just – I'm still kind of pinching myself that I even w- got to go, to be yeah. honest. It was fun. I mean, I don't. have you been there before, Tony? I have not, and I just want to mention that I am incredibly jealous of the oh, It's awesome. You know what? You'll get invited one day, I'm sure. Yeah, Tony. I, I have some friends. All right. So – I don't, I don't own myself. There's no way I could own a Club 33. It's very expensive. I think it's about, okay, well, let's talk about Club 33 first. Okay. Club 33, I, I don't know exactly because I am not in the know. It's about $25,000 to join and about $12,000 a year um, as, as, as a member. It is Disney's exclusive private club in the Disneyland Park. It's in New Orleans Square. If you are walking through just look up there's people up there and you'll see them having dinner and well you can kind of see them having dinner they also have brunch there and it was started in the mid 60s it was actually one of walt disney's ideas but he didn't live to ever go there so oh i know um, i read that i read that it yeah it opened like six months after he passed or something like that they had like a super cool uh i like the way it looked in, in until 2014 they did a refurb but before then, it was like very kind of old fashioned looking, like something like out of the mid 60s, like what a person thought rich people would like, you know, like sort of French provincial furniture and very fancy. Um, it's a little more streamlined and a little more modern now. It still kind of has that vibe, but 
they've sacrificed some space to have their own kitchen and also to open up a lounge. And the lounge is members only. So if you're not with a member, you can't go in there. So I've actually never been in a lounge. I've never been in a lounge. I saw it. I took a picture down that corridor. Yes. They have that hallway. If you want to see any pictures from me, you can look me up on TikTok, Liza Co. I did a a video. I I posted all the pictures and everything. And um, uh, it was so cool. It was just a really neat experience. We had a wonderful waiter, Alistair. It was actually his first job in the United States when he moved here from Scotland. 91. That's how long he's been here. Yeah. He got the best job that you can get there. Yes. And he actually reported back that we were very nice. We were a very nice table, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. Oh, good. Yes. Um, But he was a wonderful waiter. And, you know, even to just join Club 33, you can't just have money. You have to go through an interview process. And it actually takes a while. So, it is a big deal to go, um, and Liza didn't get in trouble for taking pictures in the bathroom. And didn't take pictures in the bathroom. <laughs> no, no pictures in the bathroom. Not allowed. You can take pictures anywhere you want. No videos, but you can't take pictures in the bathroom, which is weird until you go into the bathroom, and then you're like, yeah, I can see why people might do that. So. Well, but then, you know, and then I guess they just don't want embarrassing photos of people in the bathroom i don't know what they're thinking it does have a floor-to-ceiling door in the stalls so i mean you're not like you know or maybe they don't want you following a celebrity in there because they have celebrities all the time that go in that one and that you can see somebody all the time your group excluded were there any other celebrities in the club when you guys were there not our night oh wait that's not true because i met okay so when Fantasmic started, everybody in our group went out on the balcony, but the balcony's not real big. And there was another mm-hmm. table there. So I just kind of stayed behind. And there was a guy, and he's a comedian. He's like a famous comedian. I start trying to make him laugh because he's sitting there. So they had these tiki mugs there. And the tiki mug has Walt's face on it. And they're very expensive. I considered buying one, but then I'm like, why? But mm-hmm. anyway, um, they were kind of cool. He had one, and I, I made a crack about it, and he was telling me that you can't have alcohol in that mug because, well, you know, didn't drink. So we talked, and then later we left, and I went outside, and one of the kids who had been on the Adventures by Disney with us was there with his parents, and he was waiting because Tony Baxter was up there, which we didn't even realize it, and then the comedian guy, he's like, oh, you know, so-and-so, I think his last name was Lopez, is there too. And I was like, I have no idea who that is, but I just tried to make him laugh. And by the way, it didn't work. So his last name's Lopez. Wait a second. Are you saying George Lopez? Lopez. Uh, No, it's not George Lopez. Maybe it's another, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you know, I have no idea. He was, he was a big dude. I bet Tony Baxter was in like the VIP room. Well, I think he was in the lounge. Yeah. The place that they don't let the riffraff in. Yeah, well, I've heard that a lot of members just prefer to go into the lounge because there's a dress code at Club 33 that doesn't have to be followed at the lounge. So, I mean, we got dressed up, but I mean, because it's a big deal to us. But I would imagine if you belong, maybe you don't care. But yeah, Tony, we'll we'll figure out a way to get you out there someday. Thank you. With, without That's me having little... to become a comedian. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, I know, like, so I feel like when I was there last summer... That I saw Chris Evans. I'm just saying. Really? I would have put money on it. Yeah. But see, I don't uh, think Chris Evans is that dreamy. And neither was this guy. Hmm. Um, I'm going to have to look this guy up. Chris Evans. Yeah. Who's that? It's Captain America. Oh, wait. Hold on. Isn't he cute? Hold on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's a perfect. Well, no, he's, he's hot. Well, he doesn't need to put a shirt on. I can tell you that. Okay. <laughs> He's no Chris Hemsworth. He's no Chris Who's, Pratt. Okay, I know who Chris Pratt is. Yeah. I know who Chris Pratt is. Chris yeah, Evans, exactly. I recognize his face. But Chris yeah. Hemsworth is really cute, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Which Chris? Which Chris? I think I I'll know, take right? There's so which... many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide. <laughs> I can't decide. Do I take Hemsworth? Do I take Pratt? I don't know. 
I shouldn't have Googled any of these Chris's because my search history. Now you're distracted. <laughs> I got distracted. Oh my, my God. Test. Your search, search history can't be any worse than mine because I Google nothing that's not appropriate. And then for some reason, I, d- I didn't know Nordstrom sold some of the things that keep popping up in my feed. I'm like, what are these? Is this a pair of underwear? It is just strings. Why is I it know. in my feed? I, uh, like, well, no. they know. They anyway. know your thoughts. They know you're thinking nasty. <laughs> I know. <You're> disgusting. <laughs> I know. I really at Club 33. Even though you could not take photos in the bathroom, Tony, they yes. did have the good napkins. Yes. Like the good with the hand towels with the name on it that are the ones like they had at the contemporary back in the day before and, they cheated mm-hmm. us. And how many yes. of them did you steal? I uh, I mean, I did take a few. Well played. They gave you a little box that had a club 33 logo on it of chocolate. Whenever they bring the bill. Mm-hmm. They, so they bring out a little box of chocolate for everyone, which I thought was really cute. And when you go to leave, you can purchase a souvenir from their gift shop, which every one of us did. I had to get the ears. Um, yeah, and they were actually. I, I did not buy anything. Yeah. They were as expensive as they, I thought they would be, though. The ears, yeah. like 45, which honestly, you know, it's about comparable. It's a little over, but it's you're not going to get them anywhere. I was really disappointed they don't take any pass holder discounts in at a Club 35. I was like, oh. But yeah, yeah. no, because it is expensive. It's 135 per person plus, you know, whatever alcohol you have or wine or whatever. And then you're going to tip probably at least, you know, 22 percent because the service is phenomenal. I mean, it's not like, you know, I would always tip 20 percent plus anyway. But I think there you're starting at 22. You know, they had a four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollar Judith Lieber Crystal Club 33 handbag. If I had had that money rolling around in the bottom of my purse, I would have walked out with that bag. The bag was cool, but it wasn't a really big enough for orange. A little bag. ball. Yeah, yeah like you could a little, put oranges yeah. in it. You probably could put a credit card in some lipstick. Okay, but that's how all those Judith Lieber bags are. They're all like that. So. Oh really? Mm-hmm. They're super tiny. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm because not people familiar. who can afford afford a five thousand dollar bag really don't care <laughs> like whatever oh really so, wow I mean, it's an expensive bag anyway it's it was adorable though bag. it had a little yes. 33 on it so. it was cute they had oh. a really nice like they had like a backpack with like a club 33 tiki theme it was they had awesome merchandise it was so much fun i'm so grateful that i was able to go i had to make it happen i had to try to make it happen yeah and then you crashed in my room yeah i did but it's always fun and if a 16 year old girl likes you you're doing good so yeah yeah we had a good time so liza you hadn't seen mickey and minnie's runaway railway out in disneyland what did you think I think it fits beautifully into Toontown. I think the spot that they chose is perfect. The queue is really fun. It's It just takes you through the time of different things that Mickey Mouse was in and Minnie Mouse and the, the whole gang. It even had the um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse cartoon characters, just different eras that it was Mickey. So I, th- I thought it was great. The ride's pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, I can't I kept trying to find like little differences. Like when I was on it with my daughter or Thomas, who's my son is like one of those kids, like he notices everything. And I was like, I think this is different. He's like, no, it's the same as Disney World. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was kind of trying to find something that might have been different, but I, I didn't find anything that was different. So I, I thought it was great, though. It's a great ride. It's a perfect spot. Um, yeah. So I definitely would recommend checking that out if you haven't been there it's it's a great it's a great attraction and it's a well-needed attraction because they haven't they didn't really have mickey anything like a mickey ride which i still think is kind of crazy but it's kind of crazy yeah it really is so what i thought was really interesting was in addition to adding that ride they refurbished the whole area so it's actually gorgeous there's a little like snack stand there they have little donuts um and there's a better you know the play area is better it looks really good. Did you say little donuts? 
They have little donuts, yeah. Uh, little donuts are the best snack. Yeah, mm. they have the they have like um, it's like kind of like a little quick service. They have like four or five things on the menu, but the donuts are apparently like the thing that everyone goes for. Right. I think there's there's a donut stand in Typhoon Lagoon, mm-hmm. and uh, they make the warm warm small donuts, and I could just eat them forever. Well, you'll be happy out there because it's basically the same thing. Excellent. So they they did a, a great job though. It's a nice nice fresh coat of paint. Some upgrades on some of the little rides, are um, not the not the rides, but like the little kitty play area where you can go on things and bounce around, like kind of like at a playground, but only better. They they did a great job. So and of course the houses are still there, Vicky and Minnie's house. Liza, what else did you see? Something near and dear to your heart over in New Orleans Square? Oh, I saw Tiana. I did, and I saw the they are they have a big scrim around where the um the Splash Mountain area was, and no, it's not Splash Mountain area. It's it's by New Orleans Square, but they're building that restaurant, the Tiana's restaurant. It's called Tiana's Palace, and it's right across from the train. Yes, it's by the train What's station. The location. What is it? It's not. It's French Market. Sorry. Yes. So the French that's where market. it is. Yes. That area. I'm really excited for that because I think it's going to be a perfect fit right there. I think that, you know, I I'm giving props to Disneyland on their theming things and putting new attractions and making it just seamlessly flow here. As opposed to, I don't want to talk about Epcot, but I mean, it's, you know, but but over in Disneyland. <sighs> They're making it to where it just it feels like it should be. It feels like Tiana should have been there and she's going to be there. And I, I, that's like my favorite princess, I think, is Tiana. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And I did get to see her because, you know, I'm a Louisiana girl. She's a Louisiana girl. I just like her. I like the songs, too. And John Goodman was in that movie. So there you go. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Did you have you have you guys had a chance to see the menu actually for that restaurant? Because it looks really good. Oh, my gosh. Did they release the menu? Hold on. I'm pulling it up. They did. They released the menu. They have beignets. They have I think they have a po' boy, but it it didn't look like the kind of po' boy I maybe would like. But it had all kinds of jambalaya, of course. Mm. So everything looked really good. I'm always a little skeptical of anytime mm-hmm. anybody has gumbo or jambalaya. I just, yep. it's, it's kind of like. We had this discussion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Tina's house is beautiful. I don't like it at all, but I know that you definitely have like strong opinions about that kind of food. So. Well, I don't know if you don't like it because you haven't really had it. Uh, I probably haven't. I've had like, yeah, no, that's, I'm not going to lie. I haven't had good gumbo probably. No, you probably so. haven't. So I need to come uh, to your mom's house is what you're saying. My mom cooks. A me- oh my God. She cooks, it's, it's so good. It's so good. And I don't like Cajun food at all. Yeah. But this is kind of like, well, it is Cajun food actually. So there you go. It's like a new yeah. world's. Cajun kind of a thing but hers is great so we'll see what happens but I'm excited that they're going to have this outdoor area it's going to it looks like it's going to be beautiful at night there's going to be so many lights twinkling everywhere and I I just think it's gonna be fun I can see Tiana and the band and her coming out and then playing and dancing I think it's gonna be great I feel like New Orleans Square at least in the U.S. parks is probably the prettiest land yeah you know like like, obviously, Radiator Springs is amazing. The theming is incredible. But as far as just, like, visually pretty and kind of, I don't know, just a fun place to kind of walk through, New Orleans Square is I love. So, looking forward love to it. Too. I don't – so, Tony was talking about some changes they're adding to the Haunted Mansion that just came out yesterday. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. They've uh, announced that they are expanding the Haunted Mansion area. Uh, They're getting some more ground so that they can uh, increase the size of their queue. They're going to tie some additional uh, storyline into it. Uh, Part of the queue is going to be some new gardens. They are inspired by Master Gracie, Madame Leota, and the One-Eyed Cat. Uh, They're going to have a water fountain, a gazebo, 
themed statuary and landscaping. There's also going to be a greenhouse component. And the neat thing about that is the greenhouse is actually going to be where they grow uh, plants that they use on the grounds for the Haunted Mansion. So it's actually going to be a functional greenhouse. Wow. Uh, they are not getting rid of the pet cemetery. They're not getting rid of the horse-drawn uh, funeral carriage. Those are going to remain. Uh, what they are going to add is a, a carriage house that is supposedly Madame Leota's old carriage house. And that is going to be a new retail store uh, at the uh, exit of the attraction. And then they are also putting in an elevator uh, to the attraction to help the uh, disabled, uh, those with, you know, uh, mm-hmm. accessibility issues, uh, be able to exit the attraction easier. Uh, and then as Liza uh, mentioned, you know, that area in front of Tiana's Palace, they also announced that they are going to be enhancing that area to give it more of a park-like setting, actually an elegant park. Uh, and they're going to be adding some new shade trees as well as the historic trees that are already there. And uh, they're going to be having live entertainment there in the little gazebo. So a couple of announcements for New Orleans Square. That's wow. exciting. I, I love that area. And they're there are a lot of like old trees there and everything. I hope they don't tear those down. They I said it will see... be a mix oh, of new and old. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's some really big trees. I mean, that's the nice thing about Disneyland. They have all those mature trees. So that's true. And I'm really excited for the retail shop because I'm hoping that it's ride specific merchandise. It's just specific yeah. to the Haunted Mansion. It's probably going to have a lot of Jack Skellington stuff in there, like Nightmare Before Christmas. But I like unique, different merchandise. I don't like it when every store's got the same stuff in it and and it's just spread out throughout. I like it when they have individual cool things. That's why I like the Christmas shops that they have that there and they have one in yeah. in world too. I, I I like that and I do like um because they used to have that memento mori, which they still do, but they had like that really cool photo booth where you could take a photo of yourself and it was make it so creepy. The spirit I did photos. It. I loved did it. Really? I did it. Yeah, I did it. I do every Halloween. I put it out in the in the in my house with my decorations that I'm gonna have to take down. So <laughs> usually I held back. I held back yeah, because usually it's good. like mid August. Mid August, I'm like it's Halloween, and Jean was like, um, no. <laughs> how mean like, i'd throw him out of the house no i'm kidding well he i think like in their culture they put a christmas tree up like a week before and then they yeah. take it down the day after or something or day after new year's maybe yes i'm the like I have no joy i'm like november 1st buddy is officially christmas Maybe yeah, second. No, I could stretch it to second or third, but I yeah. mean, I mean, especially like if you're kind of like taking down the Halloween stuff. No, life life is short. You should be able to enjoy the holiday season. Yes, as long oh. as possible. I don't like yeah. them up too much after Christmas. I will say I like to get rid of that, so I can get into my January seasonal depression. You know, <laughs> I take you down January first. Yes. Or second. Um, That's it. Well, I, I I suspect it's going to be a lot like Memento Mori, which is, ugh, I guess that's fine. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. I just, I would like to, them to bring that little photo booth thing back because I really yeah. enjoy that. Yeah, that's it was cute. I wonder if that would sell out in Disneyland, though, because, you know, so many, well, I think we say it's a local crowd. I, I guess it is pretty much. I mean, you do have people who aren't from the area obviously going but i wonder if a local crowd is going to get into that yeah they'll get into it because it's a it's a different oh yeah they would different yeah it's different it's it's like it's just a totally different it's kind of a souvenir kind of a thing that you can get now you might just want one and done might want one and done i still think it would be a hit disney bring it back thank you so one of the things I really wanted to do when I went out there, because I'm a huge Marvel fan, was see Rogers the Musical, which if you saw the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus, they had this little bit about a musical about Steve Rogers, Captain America, about his life. And um, they just had like, like one corny little song in the show, in the Disney Plus show. 
So being Disney, they did this great thing where they started a whole musical in the Hyperion Theater, which is this theater where they've had in the past, uh, you know, Aladdin and Frozen. They put on a lot of shows, by the way, which are incredible. And so I had to see that. And my kids, they were kind of like half and half. My husband was like, eh. We all went. It was fantastic. They have a virtual queue. Well, okay, technically it ended today, which is the last day of August. It's only like a two-month run. Um, It started, I think, on June 30th. We're hoping they'll extend it. It seemed like a lot of effort to just stop, right? I mean, it was phenomenal. It was it was about, I think, maybe 35, 40 minutes long. It was really good. The singers were great. So they have a virtual queue, and we didn't have any trouble getting it. We got the last show of the day, which was 4 o'clock. And, again, it was about 35, 40 minutes long. The singers are amazing. The guy who, who played small Steve Rogers, as opposed to big buff Steve Rogers, they were both amazing. But small Steve Rogers, that guy could sing. I mean, like, he was incredible. And the girl who played Peggy Carter, also amazing. The whole thing was just so good. And we had the best time. The kids were still kind of like, that's corny. But I loved it. And I probably would have seen it the second time if somebody had wanted to go with me. But as it turned out, nobody did. Um, (laughs) But I did buy three Steve Rogers the Musical t-shirts one of, of which I course. got for my friend Mandy. Well, I got one for Mandy, but I bought it in the wrong size because I thought they would shrink, and they did not. Um, but they were adorable. So I wear it to the gym, and <laughs> I'm sure people are like, what is wrong with her? Um, anyway. I've got some bad news for you, Chris. Oh, no. Okay, tell me. Back in the middle of August, uh, Disneyland yes. officials stated that they would not be extending Rogers oh. the Musical, that it would be canceled. Bummer. With their original ending date of August 31st. Okay, so if you're listening to this, it's all over. Don't, like, get in your car and start driving 3,000 miles out to California because it's not happening. That is a uh, – that's a bad decision. I, I think they should have extended so. it. You yeah. could have kind of played into the 100th anniversary deal. This is special. It put it in for the 100th anniversary celebration. You know, get a little more mileage out of it. It was probably – as much effort as they put into the Frozen show, they definitely mm. had more actors. Oh, really? Um, I, yeah. I mean, well, the Frozen one has like, what, eight, nine people on stage. I don't, have you seen that out there? No, yeah, I, 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 I skipped it. So it was really good. I mean, the, the two, the Anna and Elsa, they like, it always amazes me that somebody is like singing. They're not on Broadway. They're just singing at a Disney you know, park, but they're phenomenal. They were incredible. But I mean, I feel like all that effort going into Rogers and musical and you're not going to keep it. It's a little, I don't know. I'm sure there's rationale behind it, but it was, it was very good. Yeah. So I guess I, I could see people going, going on. Yeah. I guess people could be like, where's frozen. I came here for beauty and the beast. You know, that kind of thing. So. <laughs> I mean, did Captain America have a shirt on? Uh, yeah, he did. And he okay, was, well, that, was, that's a problem. And even, okay, so I don't know if you know this part, but when he goes into the little machine and they make him go from little Steve Rogers to big <laughs> Captain America, like okay. he comes out and his clothes are a little tight and short. Nice. And, and this didn't happen. It was just Aww. some guy in a uniform. It was the same, and nothing happened. Like his clothes didn't shrink. Let's put it that way. Uh, it's unfortunate. See, it probably would have taken a little bit more. They did have, when I came out, you know, by the um, Tower of Terror, which Uh out there is Guardian, what is it? uh, What is it called? Mission Breakout or something? It's a Guardians of the Galaxy theme. Yeah, like Guardians of of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. It's so good. Love that ride. Sophie. So they always always have Gamora and Star-Lord out there dancing around. And I will say they had a pretty darn, you know, it was a very close lookalike Star-Lord when I was out there this time. I may have watched it once or twice. So. <laughs> I bet the, you did. The pelvic, the pelvic sorcery. It was too much. Anyway. The pelvic sorcery. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. Yes. Okay, okay, here's a, 
Well, that's this from the movie. So funny story. Oh, on the I ABD. Never this is this is this is an aside. So I'm on the Adventures by Disney, and we have these two very sweet Adventures by Disney guides. They were amazing. And one of them, her name is Summer Rose. She was great. And she went to send me a picture. She was, you know, because we were all texting back and forth. That's how they communicated with us. I'll go into that in another show, but they were phenomenal. But anyway, she went to send me a picture and she was like, um, I'm trying to send you this picture, but um, the only phone I see in the area is uh, called um, uh, Star-Lord's Buttocks. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's me. That's me. And she goes, oh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> but after that, we kind of bonded. Like, I feel like she understood that I was not. Like Star-Lord's Buttocks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's the name of my phone. I did that make my kids laugh when I would send them something and it just stayed anyway so remember when we were in the park and people were dropping stuff they were airdropping yes. stuff in our phones nobody would take yes. my stuff because no one will take it if your phone says Star Lord's Blood Talk anyway that's yes sorry I digress <laughs> it was funny that was funny it was um, funny anyway. that is hilarious I I was also gonna bring up whenever we were there San Francisco yes. In the California Adventure Park, it's by Paradise Pier, what Paradise Pier used to be. Now I believe it's turning into the San Francisco, which is themed upon Big Hero 6 and Baymax and Hero, which made me really, I want to rewatch that movie because I, yeah. I, I liked that movie. I thought it was a good movie at the time. I, I saw it in theaters when it came out. I'm going to go see it again. I love Baymax. Um the the bridge wasn't open when we were there, but the bridge has opened. So the um they call it the Tory Bridge, Tory Gate Bridge, and it's this big Japanese looking structure, and it cr- crosses Paradise over from. Is it from Paradise Pier? No, it's it going is. towards. It's, you know that's that's it's, Pixar Pier now, Liza. Pixar yeah, Pier, Pixar sorry, Pier. yeah, Pixar Pier. Pixar Pier, and it's going towards that wharf area. That's the old Pacific Wharf section. Yeah. Yeah, but now it's San Francisco Square. It's so cute. They did such a good job. I feel like people were like, oh, there's nothing new. I'm like, well, there's a lot new down there. I mean, what do you expect? It's, It's a bunch of restaurants. There's only so much they can do, but I thought it looked really good. Well, it looks even better now that that bridge is open because it, it's yeah. they did a great job. They also have a market, uh, San Francisco Maker's Market, that opened as well, and it's a gift shop, but it's it's themed to Big Hero Six, and everything is written in English and in Japanese inside it, which I thought was super cool. My kid will definitely appreciate that because she's learning Japanese. And she can actually read some of it. So I think that would be fun for her. And they have all kinds of really cute merchandise in there that's Baymax themed. Lots of Baymax stuff going on. They also have a meet and greet where you can meet Hero and Baymax. And the Baymax talks, apparently, is what it says. Yeah. And they'll take your photo, like a photo pass thing. Um, I'm sure some people will appreciate that. Very well themed. I thought it was cool. And but the best thing I think in this area is gonna have to be the Baymax shaped sourdough bread from Bowdoin. Did they have that when we were there? No, but they have it now. It is eleven ninety nine. Now it's not as big as the Mickey bread. So I'm kind of disappointed that it is $11.99, but it's, their sourdough bread is so good. I need to get so some good. of that. I've, oh my I've God. never had their sourdough bread and you always <gasps> talked about it. Oh, their, their bread is phenomenal. And, and so I would really like a Baymax bread bowl. Like yes. Like soup in that bread bowl. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. If it was cold outside. Yeah. You don't want it when it's 98 degrees. I mean, even those noodles we had, Chris. Oh, I felt it maybe wasn't the best choice for the heat. So the best part of that remodel is a Lucky Fortune cookery, I think, which is just like a little Chinese takeaway. But it's it's really not like it's kind of got like a little Korean thing going on. It's got, you know, some Chinese influences. And it's also got Mexican. Like you can get a 
Korean style burrito, like which like with like Korean barbecue, which I thought huh. was really interesting. I'm yeah. Try that next time. And it was very good. But I thought the um, the ramen. So they had a Berea ramen, which, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And I apologize. The Berea they're doing everywhere in California Adventure because they also have a Berea flatbread over in the Passholder Terrace, which I would get in a car and drive and go get right now if I lived in LA. It's so good. But anyway, that ramen is so hot, and I like spicy food. And I know you like spicy food, Liza. Oh yeah. Um, it was really spicy. So, but you had something else there. I had, I, I think I had like the udon noodle bowl, yeah. and it was really yeah. good. Um, yeah, it was great. It's just when it's 110 degrees outside, you know, maybe yeah. it wasn't the best choice, you know. But it was good. Well, my daughter would only eat there, so we ate there four days in a row. I thought <laughs> I was gonna die because it is outside, and they were having a heat wave, and um. We would get shade, like we would find a good spot to sit, but even then you're just like, you're sweaty. It was, it was good. I would go back. Oh, yeah, it was great. But see, I really want to go back now because the theming is, it's pretty much completed at this point. I mean, I think the yeah. whole thing's um, like almost done if it's not all the way done. But It actually opens tomorrow. Okay, so it officially opens tomorrow. Ooh. So. They have, so Bowdoin's, the bakery where you get the Baymax bread that looks so the, the bread's phenomenal. If you do go, you need to go and get the bread. But they've also, on that, everything's written in English and in Japanese on all the logos there and all the buildings. There's Japanese writing, which I think is really cool. And they've they've done that um, throughout the place. So, like, Ghirardelli, the sign on top, it's written in Japanese now. Underneath oh, wow. It. I didn't see that. Yeah, we didn't see it because I think they were – they had had a lot of stuff covered up over there yeah. with scrims, but when we went, because it wasn't, they were definitely working on it hard when we were there. I guess to get ready for this opening tomorrow. But um, yeah, all of the there's Japanese writing all throughout, which I guess because I was wondering how they would incorporate that, but I guess that's what they're doing to make it more Tokyo, you know, so everything's got that yeah. Japanese style writing. Well, I love the fact writes. that. The bridge is now the same shade of red that the Golden Gate Bridge is in San Francisco. Yeah. Like I just thought, like, little, they did little things that were kind of really fun that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's, I think it fits, I think it fits really well. I'm surprised. I think it's, it looks really good. They also have Baymax bathrooms, which I, I don't know what it looks like inside, but they've got these little Baymax Ooh. on the outside. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go in there now. Does he hold, uh, hand you uh, some toilet paper? I mean, you if go. it's a quality, I need a two ply. But yes, I would like Baymax. <laughs> maybe they have the maybe they have the cushion toilet seat that you love so much. Ooh, those are the worst. It is. <laughs> I, the whole world hates a cushion toilet seat. Nobody <laughs> likes that. It is the grossest, nastiest thing ever. Don't get me started. Like but Baymax, like is so cushiony. <laughs> It, maybe it's his face. It's a theme. You just sit on Baymax. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Oh, goodness. Really? Oh, my God. Okay. It would be terrible. Yeah. It would be bad. It would be bad. Oh, speaking <laughs> of going to the bathroom, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you segue oh. out of this. How are the bathrooms in Olani? Any cushioned toilet yes. seats? No, but uh, the bathrooms in Olani were amazing. <gasps> were they? They were pristine? No. They were. They were, they were phenomenal. So uh, my family and I had an opportunity to visit Hawaii this summer. And included in that was a two-day visit to Disney's Vacation Club property on the island of Oahu, which is the Aulani Resort and Spa. And, um, you know, it's nice. It's the third of the Disney Vacation Clubs that are standalone uh, and not related to a theme park. And and I think that's what part of the problem was. Um, I didn't love it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I really liked the fact that a Mickey bar was only four dollars and seventy five cents. So almost as opposed to as opposed to what six fifty in the Magic Kingdom right now. 
Oh yeah. my gosh. So so much cheaper. Um, you know, it was only a, a six thousand dollar Hawaii trip to to get yeah a dollar seventy five savings. Um, <laughs> but makes sense. Uh, you know the, the 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 one problem I had with with the uh, visit was when you go to a Disney resort or any of the vacation clubs that are on property, you are going to get a certain number of people who go there for the resort. But most of them are there for the theme parks. So if there's 20,000 people at the resort, you know, by noon, the, there's there's not that many. The pool's not crowded. When you're at Aulani, that is the attraction. And it draws guests from California. It draws guests from Japan. Um, like Liza said, all of the signage was both in English and Japanese, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, at Aulani? At Aulani, yeah. But wow. But – you know, you could not get a seat at the pool because there was no theme park for guests to go to. You know, they were there to visit Aulani and they have a one hour chair policy. I would love to see them implement this on the cruise ships um, or on, uh, you know, any of the other resorts. But they will um, after an hour, if you do not utilize your chair, they take your stuff and bring it to one of the beach huts. Which was pretty cool. Are they timing this? They they monitor. Um, And and I think that was great. That policy starts at 8 a.m. And at like 10 of 8 in the morning, people are there staking out their chairs. Uh, There was actually one one guy who was asleep in his chair when I was out there at 7 o'clock. Like, you know, he wanted that spot and he was sound asleep. Um, So it, it was pretty interesting in that aspect. Um, but, you know, as far as theming, it was phenomenal. It's a Joe Rohde designed uh, property. Um, mm. It had a lot of Hawaiian, you know, touches of a lot of Hawaiian folklore in it. Uh, a lot of Hawaii related murals. Uh, the buildings were gorgeous. Um, it reminded me of like, you know, walking into the Animal Kingdom Lodge when you come into the lobby. It's very grand. Uh, it's not a six story lobby like they have at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge or the Wilderness Lodge, uh, but it's still a pretty impressive lobby because it does open up uh, and you can see the grounds and the lagoon and it's Hawaii. So how can it not be gorgeous? I agree with you 100 percent on the pool. I was it's such a gorgeous resort and the pool is amazing. You've got the lazy river. You've got the, uh, you know, adult pool. You've got the pool for everybody and you've got that. uh. Uh, what is it? Infinity pool. And then yep. you try to go actually use it. And you're like, holy cow, this is crowded. Somebody was being really? about, yeah, like I, I went out early because the group I was with, they decided to do a DVC presentation, which I was not going to do. And I took mm-hmm. four chairs. That's all we needed. And like some guy, like not a worker there, but he come up to me and he was like very rude about like, why you've got all these chairs saved. And I'm like, there's a ton of chairs around here, you know, but yeah. That that's like the big downside. I mean, you're right. And they have a beautiful beach there and the lagoon is safe and everything. Um, you know, so you don't have to worry about like kids getting knocked over by a big wave or something. But isn't the lagoon it's like enclosed almost? Um partially. Kind of I mean is. it's it's open to the ocean, but yeah. um, you know, it is it yeah. is a lagoon. It's 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 not as cool as Castaway Keys Lagoon. Um okay. but their pool you know, everybody talks about how cool the the Yacht and Beach Club, how how cool Stormalong Bay is. Um, this blows Stormalong Bay out of the water. Their pool had a body slide. They had a water slide that you went down with tubes. They had a lazy river. They have mm. one of those playscapes, uh, you know, with the buckets and the ramps and the stuff for the kids. They had a splash pad for the toddlers. As Chris said, they have an infinity edge pool that then faces out onto the lagoon, which is the Pacific Ocean. So the view is amazing. They've got the lagoon. Um, they've got the, the regular pool. Um, it And, you know, it's got all that Disney theming. So it's themed as a volcano. So it's, it's almost like they took the pool from the Polynesian. They took Stormalong Bay and and they took a piece from Typhoon Lagoon because they have the uh, swim through where you can actually snorkel along the reef with the fishes um you know i don't don't know if you guys ever did that at typhoon lagoon before they took it out to put in uh one of the attractions but they had the old uh shark i think it was a shark reef swim 
Um, yes, I used to do it, and I'm so upset that they took it out. Right. Well, Crushing Gusher is a phenomenal ride, so I don't I don't blame them for that. Uh, but uh, the pool the pool was amazing uh, if you could find a chair. So that that's one of the yeah. drawbacks. Um, you know, I I would I would go back uh, as I discussed with Cheryl. Um, if I were going to Hawaii for another vacation and I was in Hawaii for a week, I would maybe go and do another two or three days there. I would not, however, uh, center my vacation out of there and then go, you know, sightsee on the day. If I'm going to be at the resort, I'm going to utilize all of my resort time, uh, for the price, for the price that you're paying for Alani, I could not see, uh, going to Pearl Harbor for the day and then just coming back to sleep. It's not the type of resort. Uh, at those prices that you would stay at and just go to sleep. Um, there is a lot to offer. They have 10 locations to dine at. You know, they've got a number of sit-down locations, m- multiple quick service locations. One drawback, you know, you guys know I love my uh, my Coca-Cola. They had Coke-free styles, and I was excited about that. And I wanted to get a fountain drink with my uh, my burger, and I went through the line. And I asked the girl, I said, I'd like a fountain soda. She said, well, you'll need to buy the refillable mug. I'm only here for two oh. days. I'm not going to spend $20 on a mug. I'm like, don't yeah. you just serve, you know, don't you just have cups? They said, no, our freestyles only work with the refillable mugs. If you want a soda, you can go to the cabinet and get a 20-ounce bottle of, you know, they have Coca-Cola products in the in the, in the the fridge, you know, obviously. Um, but their, their freestyles, they only had refillable mugs so how much was the soda there in the fridge um you know typical disney prices what is it 375 four dollars versus a 20 dollar mug but like i said we were only there two days now i did buy the mug because i wanted a coke uh and i want specifically wanted a cherry coke zero caffeine free i know yes um caffeine free i'm caffeine free since my incident no sugar like that's right. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's that's another downside is is I, you don't have cups. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, that kind of forces forces me into buying the refillable mug, which I didn't really want to do. But I was desperate. I was like an addict. I needed I needed my Coke fix. <laughs> um, did you like the restaurants? Because I had very mixed feelings. You know, we only ate quick service. Um, okay. And we ate at multiple locations. Um, I ate from the Ulu Cafe. That was very good. They offer bowls, flatbreads, hot meals. They have yeah. grab-and-go stuff. Um, Cheryl and the kids ate at Mama's Snack Stop, uh, which is, you know, fish and chips, chicken tenders. <laughs> uh, they did have coconut shrimp, which I heard was was very good. Uh, we also ate at the Papa Lewis Shave Ice Stand, uh, which is right next door to Mama's Snack Shop. Um, of that course, was Ma- actually good. And Liza and I were discussing that place earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, Liza, I told you that was the only other snow cone I'd ever had in my life. It was yes. So first off, it's not a snow cone. It's shave ice. There's there's a difference. Well, okay. um, is there a difference? There is. Uh, I can't get okay. into the semantics of, of shave ice versus <laughs> snow cone right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, their, their prices, if you went to any other shave ice location on the island, um, their pricing was very similar. Uh, which, yeah. which you know, is rare for Disney because usually they're at the top end of the price range. Uh, and, I, and I did like that they actually had a Mickey Mouse themed shave ice where they actually put two ears, two ice ears on top of the mound of ice. So it was kind of kind of cool. Um, so that was nice. And, uh, you know, those those are the only restaurants we ate at. They, they do have a buffet. They have a luau, uh, which we did not participate in. But we had a view of the luau from our uh, studio. Uh, we actually had a water view, which then looked over the uh, Luau location, which was was cool. Um, you should have sat out on your balcony and had some coconut shrimp and pretended you were at the Luau. Right. And, you know, they do have characters there. There there were a number of them there during uh, during my stay. Um, they had, let's see, uh, Mickey Minnie. We saw Chip and Dale. Of course, we saw Stitch. Uh, Moana was there. She was very popular. Um Angel, who uh, makes rare appearances, uh, also known as Experiment 624. She's a female version of Stitch. She was there, uh, managed to get a picture of her with her, so that was pretty cool. Um, managed to get Mickey Waffles, which uh, are always a treat. Um, 
from one of the coffee places. They they do a light breakfast uh, of Mickey waffles. So it was it was good. It wasn't great, uh, but it did allow me to get my Disney fix. Um, so would I go again? Yes. Would it be the focal point of my vacation? No. Um, there were positives and there were negatives. I sort of thought that like as far as food goes in Hawaii, like it was shocking how good everything we ate in Hawaii was. So to stay on a Disney resort the entire time and eat their food, I, I couldn't see myself doing it. Because um, I, I thought the quick service at Olani was good, but I thought that the table service was just so-so. Mm-hmm. This is a few years ago, so, you know. Um, but that well, might be because I was highly biased by everything I ate off the property, which is amazing. Well, I will tell you that right across from the um, – from Alani, there is a small plaza and there's a number of businesses mm-hmm. in the plaza and some restaurants. And yeah. there is a uh, Hawaiian store. It's a chain across the islands called ABC stores. Um, and, and they go under a couple of different names. ABC is their main store. Uh, but some of the ABC stores have delis in them. And the one over by Alani has a deli. The food was phenomenal. It was, you know, it was a little higher priced because it's Hawaii and, you know, mostly tourist areas. But uh, I think I ran into LeVar Burton uh, in oh. line there. And what? Yeah, it, 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 he, it I swear happen. to God, it was LeVar Burton. And I, I like asked him, I said, you know, excuse me. I said, has anyone ever told you that you look like LeVar? You look, uh, you know, a lot like LeVar Burton. And he just kind of like looked at me. And then he was like, no, I don't get that. Sometimes I get a young Denzel. Now, he looked nothing like uh-huh. Denzel Washington. And oh, uh, it was totally him. And yep. I could have uh, it, it. And and then I looked it up. I wanted to see how tall he was because this guy was like about my height. Well, LeVar Burton is five, seven. So it, it probably was. Um, oh, I'm just my I'm gosh. just I'm just upset I didn't I feel, take a picture. I feel like if you're LeVar Burton and somebody says that to you. You're going to be a smarty pants and pull out the Denzel Washington thing, which, frankly, nobody looks like Denzel Washington. Right. He's very unique looking in right. a very handsome kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me um, we look up pictures so, of Denzel now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I have a question. Is is it ABC store? Like in the South, we have ABC stores, right? Yes. Is it the same thing? Uh, okay, so... Because I, I went to that place, but I, I just remember the coconut patties. Um, but I wonder if that's like alcohol and they're run by the state or something. You know, I don't know. I don't remember. ABC but, stores Hawaii are separate from the ABC stores in Virginia. Oh, OK. So they're not the same thing. OK. Um, Tony, I had a question about Alani. So sure. when you when you go there, because I do know, you know, it is very pricey. I have. um done a little research on it and sent some quotes for people and everything. But when you go to all these restaurants, like it's definitely, there's nothing included in it. It's just, everything is out of pocket expense. Like everything's, you have to pay for all the, it's not an all inclusive at all, right? No, like, it's not, not all inclusive. It's no different than any other DVC property. Uh, okay. So it's like going to a DVC property. Your character experiences are included. You know, they're happy to put that on their website. Uh, those are free. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they offer activities like um, – That are included. Uh, well, no, there are no activities that are included. Okay. Mo- the, it is a DVC it's- property. So they have a community room. They do arts and crafts. They do a thing where you build your ears, and they're Hawaiian-themed mouse ears. But you buy uh. the kit to put the ears together. You know, so they have programs at Auntie's Beach House. Um, you can do – uh, yoga on the beach in the morning. It's for a fee. You can do uh, horseback riding. You can do a catamaran ride for a fee. You can learn surfing. You know, you can rent a surfboard. You can rent snorkels. Um, you can rent, uh, not rent, but you can get a set of clubs and go to the Koalina Golf Club, which is right next door. Yeah, you can, uh, you know, go to the spa. They have a full service spa there. That's an extra cost. So it's no different than going to the yacht club or the beach club. You know, you get to use the pool. Uh, you know, the characters are there. There's character interactions, but everything else, you know, they've got a gift shop. They've got food service locations. Um, and uh, it's 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 yeah, it's definitely not an all inclusive. OK, OK. That's what I was wondering. I think one way to um, 
to kind of like alleviate some of the issues with the pool is they do have cabanas. And if you can afford that and you're only there for a couple of days, I would say invest in one of the cabanas. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. So then you always have a place to sit and that kind of thing. Right. Basically but, like you're, you're just there for the pool and the environment. No, I mean, it's, it's beautiful and it is a place to stay. And I will say that when I went there, I did it totally the opposite of Tony. We actually stayed there the whole time. I think we were there for five nights and we um, did go out and do things during the day, which I think kind of for us, it kind of worked out better because we um, uh, we didn't want to change hotels or anything. But also, I think if I'd had to stay there the whole time, I would have been kind of bored. You know, mm. I mean, I, I'm but I'm not going to stay at a resort anywhere the whole day. It's not my kind of thing. Yeah. But, well, I've I've often heard that if you're staying there for like four or five days, you'd be better off renting a vehicle so that you could go and see other things. But Tony was saying, you know, for the amount of money that he paid, maybe he wouldn't want to go and spend the day somewhere else. We had I'm, like four people in the room, so it wasn't that much money. <laughs> I split it four ways. Yeah, I so, guess we split it, was it four ways. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's why. Go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, unlimited deep pocketbook. I'm staying there. You know, no question about it. Um, Mm. With my budget conscious wife, uh, you know, we we would not be staying there. We would be staying at the, you know, Sheraton Waikiki uh, and, and headquartering out of there, which is what we did for the first part of the trip prior to the cruise. Um, And, and that was a lot more cost effective. Uh, You know, yes. I've sent people there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that one. I know that Hilton Hawaiian village I'm kind of obsessed with because apparently Elvis used to stay there, which I think is cool. So, and that's all in that same area. Waikiki is kind of nice. I, I think it's really improved in the last, you know, couple decades. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Elvis. It does. We should go there. Why. We can like, channel Elvis's energy. Hello. <laughs> How's it hey, going? I want a peanut butter banana. <laughs> you didn't make my sandwich good. I need my sandwich redone. <laughs> I need it fried in butter. <laughs> Not enough butter, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like Elvis? I don't know. Poor Elvis. I know. Poor There's guy. So I know. But we don't really know, though. He, no. we might, If we met him, we might have not thought that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You... Look like a middle-aged woman there, lady. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to get a beehive. <laughs> I know. Okay, Liza's going to have to cut out all the bad, inappropriate uh, Elvis jokes. Do we have yeah. anything else? Well, you know, um, I, I'm amazed, you know, that that whole area, if you've been to Koalina, which is the resort area where Alwani is located, um, you're right. That exit before has a lot of stuff, uh, and they are expanding towards Koolina. Uh now they'll never be able to get there because there's a, a large marina uh in the area um that whole area used to be the old barbers point uh naval air station so oh. they they're they're reclaiming a lot of that land and, and repurposing a lot of it um so my when i was there you know we we did have to go to that exit before because there's an urgent care there my mother-in-law had to have uh, some stuff done there and it it wasn't wasn't a fun morning um Mm. but uh you know i i saw the amount of construction going on and they're putting there's a target there's a shopping center there's and it's just you know the road just kind of ends and there's all these barriers there but the road extends past that and you can see that they're moving uh towards aulani and i was you know I'm I'm hoping that it doesn't become like Waikiki because Waikiki is so, you know, it's commercial and it's resorts now. And, and yeah, that's why you're there. But there's a certain charm about that Koalina section. And then when I took a yeah. look at the, the overhead map and I see that there's this gigantic uh, harbor uh, that kind of stops them. So they'll only be able to go so far. Uh, but they are really doing a lot of there's a lot of growth and there's a lot of open land in that area between uh but between the exit before disney and the highway actually ends uh just before you get to koalina so um i'm hoping that it keeps a little bit of its charm well it's interesting because like i i went and i drove way past 
Koalina. And Mm -hmm. if you get about three, four miles past there, it's an entirely different world. The homes are very small. It's not as well kept up as some Mm -hmm. of the other, you know, the touristy parts. It's just where people live. And of course, the economy there, those are expensive homes. Everything is expensive in Hawaii. Groceries are expensive. Homes are expensive. Um, I, it was a little surprising to me because it's so commercialized and built up. And then all of a sudden you're just in these little tiny towns and you just see people walking around and doing their daily stuff. And it's just not, it's not glitzy like Waikiki or Hawaii, or I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Olani is. So it's a little, it's a little surprising. And I hope they don't change that too, because I mean, it's kind of like that old Hawaiian charm, you know, that you kind of imagine i think right and you yeah. know that that alani uh alani is not the only resort in that area there's a four seasons yeah. right next door um so there there are other properties there um that share that that land with them and there's a there's a wedding chapel right next to the disney property uh that is not disney owned uh so is that owned by the marriott timeshare they have there no, it's it's you, you've got the Four Seasons as you're looking from the beach up towards Aulani. The Four Seasons is mm-hmm. on the left and the Wedding Chapel is on the right. So Disney okay. kind of comes right down the middle. Right. They, I, don't, I don't think that was there when I was there. That'd mm-hmm. make a nice place for a wedding, though. Right. So, oh, I'm sure it would be beautiful. Well, wedding. That Four Seasons was the Four Seasons was actually the scene where, or the site of uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. If you saw that. Oh, I, I didn't see Did it, know? but I heard it was pretty cute. It's adorable. My my kid liked it. So, so Tony, you were there right before all the fires happened, correct? Uh, we were at Alani after the fires. The fires and the hurricane impacted our cruise. Okay. Their community is a very uh, tourist-based economy. Yeah. So I definitely, you know, it would, it's nice to support them right now and go to, go visit some of the islands. Well, it's yeah. crazy because, like, they don't even really have the big pineapple plantations on Oahu anymore. Like, you always thought about that's where your pineapples came from. So, like, it's all tourism. It's all tourism. Mm-hmm. It's like the military. Like, every, and Tony can, I'm sure you notice, everywhere you go on Oahu, it's military. you got your yep. naval base, your army base right behind uh the airport basically mm-hmm. um so actually chris you're, show, you're showing of... your age now what because a lot of those bases they're now joint bases they don't even have individual oh, commands yeah. anymore oh yeah that's i think true. it's I think it's this... it's joint base pearl harbor hickam mm. well that's really sad that the army has to be hanging out with the marines and the navy and particularly the air force <laughs> Come on. Everybody, you know how I feel about the Air Force. Anyway, don't get me started. But yeah, no, I I remember we drove through that area and I really wanted to get someone to get a lawnmower out because I thought um, they needed to mow their grass. I don't know. (laughs) There's such a tourist-based economy over there. So yeah, they really, you know, I think it would, it's good to go. I want to go. I'm using that as a reason. Yeah. I, I, I was oh, amazed yeah. to learn that, uh, sh- you know, their their main business used to be sugarcane. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the I think the early to mid 90s, uh, most of the sugarcane companies had folded um, mm-hmm. and there they you're right. They did go to a tourism based economy. So so tourism is really the main business of the islands now. Yeah, that's the people that work there. Um, I had a friend that lived on Maui her and her husband and they they worked at a resort and they said everybody that they knew they worked at the resorts and that's how they made their money i mean that's how they were living so mm-hmm. so um, it's, yeah it's such a stunningly gorgeous place i mean i would recommend anyone going like i remember being so shocked flying into oahu because in our job we go to the caribbean like a lot and mm-hmm. you can't beat those beaches and the water and everything. It's stunning. But there's something very unique about just flying into Oahu and seeing all that water. And I don't know. It's incredible. I would I would I would go again, but I would do like Tony, maybe, you know, hop around and stuff, because I don't think I saw quite as much as I really would love to. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I'm really interested to hear about that cruise, Tony. And yes. if Cheryl, if you and Cheryl could come. 
on and uh, you can bring Cheryl and we can talk to her about it too. That'd be okay. really cool. Maybe Cheryl can tell us all kinds of secrets about Tony that we don't already know. But there are no yeah. secrets. Uh, my life is an open book. <laughs> yeah, um, we saw your picture. We saw your but, shirtless selfie in the bathroom in the in the airplane, which is not at all weird, Tony. Not at no, all not at all. Not at all. But that that does give our listeners something to look forward to. As uh, Chris mentioned Yay. at the beginning of the show, uh, many of us took multiple trips over the course of the summer, uh, and in a future episode, we will be covering our five night cruise uh, Hawaiian Islands cruise with Norwegian Cruise Line. So uh, you've got that to look oh, forward to. I thought it was to. Princess. No, Princess does not. Uh, princess does Hawaii, but they depart from Los Angeles, and that's a 14-night cruise. Whenever I think of you, I just think Princess. Never mind. Oh. It was well, thank you. <laughs> no, I think Norwegian's the only one, really, that I could find that does the loop around the islands. Like, you start mm. and stop in Hawaii. Yes. I want to know all about this ship, too, because, you know, yeah. we're all Disney people and we do D- DCL. I want to know what else is out there. So, yes, oh. I'm excited. Well, I will tell you, if you've done Disney Cruise Line, uh, the Pride of America, Norwegian's Hawaiian cruise ship uh, is is a whole different world. Yeah. But... Yeah. Oh, gosh. We'll is that a teaser? Now I'm going to be very excited. Yeah. Can you say Thumbs up or thumbs down? No, don't tell us. Don't tell no, us. Don't you'll, tell you'll have to us. tune so into another episode. Show. Yes. Okay. yes. All right. And I'm. don't tell me when we get off here and we stop and I beg you because I want to be surprised. <laughs> Duly noted. This is probably a good point to wrap things up. And I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris and her team plan your family's next summer vacation. You can find us on many of the socials. Just search on The Mouse and More Podcast. On behalf of Chris and Liza, this is Tony, and we are The Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.